Welcome to the Startup Tank Climate Investor Pitch Show, the premier online startup pitch contest where top climate tech and impact founders pitch VCs looking to fund world positive companies. If you're a founder looking for funding or a climate or impact investor interested in joining and investing alongside forward VCs, syndicate, and companies that move the world forward, please visit thestartuptank.com for more details and to apply. But now it's time to enter the tank. So we are Neo Carbon and we capture carbon at scale with cooling towers. So what's the problem? Right now, humanity is emitting 51 gigatons of CO2 annually. Of course, we have to cut emissions. So there's no way around this. But there are certain industries where we just can't cut emissions and this CO2 we have to remove from the atmosphere. This you have especially for aviation or agriculture. So in total, 10 to 20 gigatons need to be removed um, per year. Right now, there's only one scalable solution that can do this called direct air capture. The problem is direct air capture is very expensive with 1000 euros per ton CO2. So our idea is, okay, what can we do to make direct air capture mass market ready? And that's our idea of neocarbon. So we thought of an angle to, to cut the costs of direct air capture. And this we do by leveraging cooling towers. So how does it work? So you, you have a cooling, you are an industrial plant and you have a cooling tower, let's say to cool down your industrial process, for example, at Bayer, BASF or BMW. And this cooling tower generates a gigantic airflow um, to cool down your industrial process. And the same is needed for a direct air capture plant because only one of 2,500 molecules is CO2. So you also need this gigantic airflow. And that's exactly where it goes hand in hand. So we leverage those existing towers. And this means we don't have to build a certain part of the direct air capture plant, this huge fan. And we also don't need to, to invest in the energy that is required to run those fans. And another advantage, what we have with our approach to, to current approaches um, is that normally you have um, a molecule of CO2 that you have captured with your sorbent. So that's the first step, which I just explained. In the second step, you have to remove the, the molecule, the CO2, to reuse your sorbent to capture the next carbon. This you normally do by heating up um, the sorbent. And another positive advantage of using, using cooling towers is that they're normally at facilities that have a lot of heat um, and also a lot of waste heat, which you can leverage. And that's the second advantage of what we have. So we tap into the heat flow of the, of the industrial plant to also cut the costs on the, on the um, desorption part. So at the entrance, the airflow, and then the, the desorption would also be cut. By leveraging those, we can dramatically cut the costs to 100 euros um, per ton. And first estimates show that there are roughly 300,000 towers within Europe, which we can utilize for our, for our facility. Um, in general, the market is huge. So if you, we assume the lower end, the 10 gigaton, they need to be captured in a very low price of 100 euros per ton. It's already a 1 trillion market. With the existing infrastructure, we could roughly um, capture one gigaton, so 100 a billion equivalent, and by just retrofitting 10% in Europe only, but of course it's also open to the world, it will be already 
10 billion euro um, market just for neocarbon. Um, so how does the how does the market look like? Um, so in general, the market is in very in its early days. Um, so right now we are capturing 9,000 tons of CO2 as as humanity, and we, when we assuming 10 to 20 gigatons, the market has to grow by a factor of one to two million. Um, so very very early. There are a lot of players, of course, just starting like Climeworks, Helium, and so on. We, we think um, Core will be a cost effective. Um, setup, and that's where we focus, but also a setup that is fast to scale. And this is exactly what we are achieving by retrofitting existing infrastructure. So we don't have to build the whole plant, we just have to build a part of the plant. Um, where we are in terms of, of timeline, we just got our um, pre-seed funding from Antler um, early this year. We also invested a bit of our own money and we just got into a climate kick carbon accelerator, but with um, non-diluted funding. We closed the first industry partnerships. So we are very close to, to Cement Energy because I was previously working there and um, they help us, especially in, in, in building the product, building the hardware and patent it. Um, we, we made the first hires early, early this year and closed the first university partnerships, especially of course in Germany, in Berlin, where we are based. Um, we have built the first um, proof of concept in February, March. So we built a small scale cooling tower. It's just one meter 50 high and um, a capturing unit, which is a, a bit bigger um, right now. It's like two meters high, but we aim for a more modular design, which will be in our, for the next, let's say five months, um, which we will create in our lab. This will be then more a unit of half a meter by half a meter by half a meter, very modular. So depending on how big your cooling tower is, you have like, let's say one box or you can have 100 boxes. And this then is something we want to patent um, later this year and then going for, for our seed round um, by October, um, then raising two to 2.5 million. But we are right now in discussions with a lot of investors and there might be even an option first earlier in June just to uh, scale the tech faster. Then um, early 2023, it's about commercial piloting. So we are talking now to the first companies and have already the first partner signed where we could install um, our hardware, then further funding. And then we start into, into phase two where we um, offer carbon credits. While for now we are more focusing on, on carbon utilization. Um, that's, uh, that's the team. I'm Rene. I'm an industrial engineer with background in energy and resource management. Worked at Siemens Energy in the field of uh, R&D for large gas turbines then moved on to the startup scene of Berlin, um, where I was head of business development at Tink. We raised a bit more than, than 50 million while I was leading the yeah, business development team, but I was also very involved into operations. So I scaled um, very operative teams from 30 to a bit more than 100 people. Um, my co-founder, Sylvain, is, um, has a background in theoretical mathematics and physics and masters in IT and one another master in innovation management. The last five years, he was um, CTO of, and co-founder of his startup in Helsinki, which he just exited before he joined um, me with, with NeoCarbon. Our um, first hire is Andrew, um, Dr. Andrew Shamu. He is the um, head of um, R&D. He has a PhD in chemistry, especially carbon utilization, and um, then two postdocs and recently worked at Billfinger before he joined NeoCarbon. And then also to mention um, Koji, 
Um, Koji was a senior engineer at, at Exxon for a bit more than five years, especially in the field of cooling towers. And that's the, that's the core team. But we also have a strong set of advisors like Ole from Siemens, who's there the head of additive manufacturing. He's helping us a lot on the, like the, the building, the hardware and the hardware design, and also on the, on the patent side. And then we have Don, who helped us a lot on the, on the chemistry. Ramona, who's um, from our first investor from Ampler and an advisor, she helps helping us a lot with business strategy. And Adrian, who owns a carbon marketplace, um, which is a, like our go-to-market um, start for the credits on a later stage. Yeah, that's it uh, for now. Yeah, feel free to ask me anything or just scan the QR code and uh, yeah, feel free to reach out. Thanks for the pitch, Renee. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> Two, two pieces of feedback, uh, just about the pitch itself. A, I think you need to tone down a little bit of the, the technicality of it and be able to bring people into exactly what you're doing and how you're doing it in a, in a more simplified manner. If you're going to be to initially get investors and then you can get into the, the, the deeper weeds later or when you have more technical investors, that would be one. And then yeah. the other side would be just to spend a little bit less time on, on the team or go through that a bit faster and just focus on the core. Okay. But you do, you do certainly have all the right pieces there of the team to make this scale. The, the, question, the question I had for you right now is to kind of foresee or to, to reach the, your goal of what you want you've gotten to $100 per, per gigaton. What's a carbon tax credit cost these days? And how? what do we need to look at in terms of carbon taxes globally? Is that something that needs to be implemented for businesses to feel the incentive and the, the drive to start scaling up? So, so right now, and depending on, of course, what kind of market you look, when you take, for example, the ETS market, like the, the European trading system, then you are right now at um, 95 or yeah, 86 to 95 um, euros um, per ton for carbon, carbon credit. But um, the thing is, it started some years ago with, with five euros per ton. So the increase is, is quite huge. huge. And um, like it's a lot about um, like nature-based solutions, like planting trees. But more and more regulations will come, especially by the end of 2022, um, to push more technical solutions because right now the, the technical solutions are not traded on the official market yet. It's more on the voluntary market and there uh, very different prices are, are achieved. Um, for example, Microsoft for Climeworks, they paid um, $700 um, per ton and Heirloom just got from Stripe um, $2,000 um, per ton. So it, it differs a lot, but we think that we can even um, compete with um, with nature-based solutions by leveraging leveraging cooling towers and especially the waste heat and uh, and the airflow. Does this answer your question? Yeah, that that answers my question. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, next question for you before I turn it over to the the rest of the the panel would be, what's the what's the competitive advantage or the unfair advantage that you guys have? What will make you the winner or one of the big winners in the carbon capture market? Um, so, so the advantage is, is, is definitely, um, first of all, that there is no real competition because the market is like a blue ocean. Like it's not fighting for shares. It's just, it has to grow like, like, like crazy. Um, our advantage by, by leveraging existing infrastructure, first of all, that's thing not many, um, companies are doing. So there we have a early on a cost advantage against a lot of other, um, solutions. 
And then um, we have a very strong team. Like Silvan had a startup before which he exited. I was leading big teams and already raising um, quite some money. So I think these are our, our core advantages what we have um, against other players. Yeah, you, def you definitely have a great team. Uh, Gabriel, Martin, do you have questions for Renee? Martin, do you want to go ahead? <laughs> yeah, I can. Uh, thanks. So <laughs> definitely kudos to the team <laughs> and a, a nice team there. Uh, one thing, so how, how do you monetize this? So who pays for this? Do the government pay for the initial building? Or do you envision to monetize it through the green certificates and later on uh, carbon capturing incentives? Mm -hmm. So, um, so for the for the first part, um, like the first year, one and a half years, we go for um, carbon utilization. So this means we, we have identified 18 industries where we are now in contact with 170 companies, so quite quite a lot. We capture carbon on their roof and directly put it back in their in their um, industrial process and offer them the carbon for a lower price. Normally, those, those industries that have CO2 as an input, they buy, um, let's say, dirty carbon from, from Linde or Air Liquid. And um, they have a lot of costs when it comes to transport, which we will not have. So we can be competitive on the utilization um, end, especially for low uh, volumes. That's why vertical farming, for example, will be one of our first pilot um, plants. And then later, um, we will offer um, carbon credits when we have a um, sequestration partner uh, that puts the carbon back into the ground. But this is then um, stage two. Mm -hmm. Thanks. And what are, what are the limitations of the system currently? So can it be built upon any cooling tower uh, before you do this uh, modularity aspect to it? Or what? Where can you build it at the moment? What are the parameters that a thing needs to have for you to be able to retrofit it on? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, right now that the first model was for us more, it, like it was real build hardware. So it was for us more, can we build something that doesn't interact um, crazy with the cooling tower and still captures a carbon in an efficient way? Um, the modular approach is more for the, for the scalability, but we can go to very, very low um, low volumes, um, like the, for example, for the vertical farming, we are now talking um, to, to a company that just needs three ton um, of CO2. And this is what we would like to capture just with one unit. So um, we want to go very, very low when it comes to, to, to industries. What's your average customer value going to be like for something like this? What is an average factory and average corporate run? Um, so, so an average um, cooling tower in, in general, um, what we've been looking at with the 300,000, um, this is more that could more capture um, 3,000 um, tons. So imagine for this use case for the vertical farm, just three tons, so a factor of 1,000, between we would need um, thousands of our, uh, 1,000 of our modules. So um, yeah, that's the, that's, that's the range. So we, we try to be as adaptable um, to whatever need which is out there. Okay, understood. It could okay. it could provide a problem for the sales team in the future on focus. Go ahead. But, but any other questions from Martin or Gabriel? Yes, I did have a question. Um, I kind of agree on the feedback that you gave Matt about the pitch. Uh, I think you went very quickly, Renee, at the beginning on the solution. So I wanted to clarify something. 
my question is, I understand that you're, let's say, piggybacking on the existing equipment to lower the price. That's, that's very clear. But is there any proprietary tech? Because you didn't mention it. And then you very briefly said the word patent. And then mm -hmm. when Matt asked you about the unfair advantage or the defensibility, you didn't mention a proprietary, a proprietary yeah. anyway, tech. You know mm -hmm. what, what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, is, there, is there one? I want to know. Mm -hmm. so, so we are right now in, in the process of getting a patent, but it's not uh, finalized yet. So that's why it's, it's, it's still work in progress. But we also are quite quite young, so we we just started this like on the slide in in January, um, so that's why um, it's it's still work in progress. But we are we are quite optimistic, especially after the the first feedback which we got got from Siemens that there are definitely um, very very high chances to to get this patent soon. And do you want to tell us in a few? I'm I'm not sure we have much time left, but do you want to tell us what it's on exactly the the, the proprietary tech? Um, so it's 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 more the more the design um, of the of the hardware component and how it's um, like like the, the different um, elements of the hardware we we create like the, the capturing unit itself. So it's not so much the adapter to have it about various industries, but more the yeah the how how it exactly the cube looks and how the the material is coded on there. So, but maybe this we can continue in a more uh, technical uh, conversation no, and I'm more than happy to share a sketch yeah. with you. For sure, for sure. No, but that, that does make sense. Um, it's really yeah. the, the design of the, uh, and the way it works. Okay, no, that makes sense. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah, all right. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to another segment of the Startup Tank Climate Investor Pitch Show presented by Forward VC. I'm your host, Matt Ward, serial founder, climate investor, and partner at Forward VC's Angel Syndicate, investing in companies that move the world forward. To learn more about me, download my free growth and fundraising guides, or to get help scaling your company, please visit mattward.io. If you're interested in pitching on a future segment of The Startup Tank, please visit thestartuptank.com. And if you're a credit investor interested in investing alongside us in top climate and impact companies that move the world forward, please visit forward.vc for more details and to apply.